Um, you ready to start the episode or what? Yeah, hell, let's just get let's get this ah. wagon train a moving. Ah, hell, wagons west, Eric. Go west, young man. My name is Eric Ivanovich, and this over here is Piers Ray. Well, I'm Piers Ray, and that's what his voice sounds like every day. Sound exactly the same. Now settle up. And this is podcast versus podcast. podcast. On this here show, we pitch podcast ideas to each other competitively in the hopes of finding that one perfect podcast for us to do together as a couple of pals out on the range, out on the range, out on the trail, heading west, direction of promise. Really regret committing to this voice for the rest of the episode. The yeah. duration will be difficult. Yeah, let's make it a short one so to give you give you a little bit of relief. Oh no, that's fine. <laughs> so I'm gonna pitch let's a podcast. Me. I'm gonna pitch a podcast to you today. It's called The Art of War in Today's Society. Great. So you're familiar with the book The Art of War by Sun Tzu? It has crossed my path from time to time. Yeah. So I feel like we live in a society where people have forgotten the lessons of old, the the ancient truths and ancient strategies and uh, philosophies that people use in the past to dominate yep. their enemies. Now, this is true. This is true. And so we should be reading The Art of War. Everybody should read The Art of War and use it. Uh, as a guidebook on how to interact with people in their daily life. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, there's only two books in my saddlebag, and that yep. is The Art of War by Sun Tzu and Machiavelli's The Prince. <laughs> That's the one I was hoping the other one was. <laughs> you got it. My, th- I have three, actually. My, I have those two and also The Art of the Deal by Donald Trump. Oh, that's great. I got I to gotta get a new saddlebag with space for that. Um, Let me so tell you. This would be a podcast where every episode we read a page from the art of war and then talk about how that applies to daily life and how you can use that lesson to crush your opposition. Well, now absolutely. Now, Eric, if, I'm, if I may interject, there's there's but one small problem with this pitch. Okay. But it is actually a massive problem. What's that? Massive is the Grand Canyon stretching across. <laughs> the majestic Grand Canyon? The majestic Grand Canyon that splits the American landscape. Eric is there not a chapter in all three of these tomes that suggests you do not arm your enemy, you do not educate your enemy, you do not reveal your own secrets to your enemy? Ah, shit. That's right. How in the hell are we supposed to crush the people we despise when they know we're coming for them? When they see chapter four of Sun Tzu and he says, line up your troops facing away from the sun that your enemies may be blinded in the morning. And then he's, <laughs> we get there and his troops have their back to the sun, and we are the blinded ones. And we say, where'd you get that idea? And he goes, oh, well, I was listening to your podcast, and you had some good ideas. Damn Saved it. me reading a book, saved me a lot of time. I went, took my wife out oh, for dinner, seafood. He's a big fan. Damn it. Yeah. That's a really good point. It's kind of kind of undercuts your entire concept. Okay, well, why don't you start your pitch, and I'll try and think of maybe there's some way around it. I got to tell you, I think that your pitch is basically just pig swallop at this time. I do think that it is kind of dead in the water. We may just toss this in the trough for the horses. Yeah. And well, the, what have you got? You got something quality? Oh, I got a quality. Now, this is an old, this is a classic old cowboy's pitch. Yeah. You'll, if you're out on the range, if you're out just doing a trail ride, and yeah. you're settled down for the night, let me tell you, pretty much every cowboy sitting around that fire is going to come up with this pitch and throw it your way. Yeah. It's a little thing called Pimp My Swan. Now, <laughs> back on the ranch, 
every ranch worth its salt has at least five to six hundred swans just hanging out there and fluttering around being cute flapping yeah classic yeah i mean if you ever see like an old belt buckle an old cowboy belt buckle and you look real close at it there's gonna be a swan in there somewhere yeah you know and you know it's true (laughs) that's actually a fun little game for children oh can you find the swan in this cowboy's belt buckle exactly if you're watching an old john wayne movie i find my favorite game with any john wayne movie is where's the scene where he picks up and hugs a swan (laughs) sometimes it's in the background sometimes it's not in the foreground sometimes Sometimes you'll just you'll see him like reach an arm behind him, and the shot will make it look as if he's petting the goose, even though it's in the distance. But that's a trick of forced perspective, and do not fall for it. I have fallen for that before. He is not touching that goose. Yeah, so it's a classic cowboy animal. Cowboy usually has three animals. He's got his loyal hound, he's got his loyal horse, and he's got that cute little fat swan that he loves to pick up and hug. And so uh, this is a this is a show. Because it's also traditional for cowboys to go out and bejewel and bedazzle their most favorite swans and take them for parades and such in of the course. town square. Yeah. Uh, local squan, swan competitions, not a squan competition. That's no. something else altogether. We don't yeah. need to get into that. And so uh, at this show, we'd bring on special guest cowboys and the cowgirls, cowwomen. My apologies. Uh, you can still call them cowboys. They don't have to be called cowmen. We don't have a, you know. I'd prefer to be called a cowman. Well, too bad you got enough privilege as it is <laughs> all right so we're, true. let's just give them a leg up for a while we'll catch up in that aspect once things are a little more even all around yeah. how about that you know give them a give them an easy win for now until we can get the rest sorted okay so my thinking is we just have some of our favorite cowboys on whistling jim could come in yeah flatline Dix, flatline dixie jane yeah one of my favorites and she's got a beautiful swan named hortons that I think we could do a lot of really good stuff with. She's been talking for years now about just getting that swan in here and fixing her up. And I feel like two hours a week, you, me, cow person, and their swan in the booth slash crafting room, making them shine. Pimp my swan. What do you say, Eric? Um, I don't have a swan. Well, you don't You don't need one, Eric. With you and me helping other people uh, get their swans up to code, up to snuff. Here's my main problem with it, though. Yeah, all right. I'm allergic to swans. You are not allergic. No, there is no man on the face of this earth that is allergic to a swan. That is a except for me. Factual impossibility, science-wise. I am allergic to the dander in their down. Sw- that is one of the that is one of the finest things about a swan is that they do not possess dander. Why do you think they are such royal birds and so well regarded? Okay, you caught me. I just really don't want to do it. Well, you are an idiot. And I, what, what are you going to do? Vote for your idea? Your idea that was broken from the get-go and does not provide a thing for this world? Yeah, it's a terrible idea. I it am going to have to vote a, for us. For if it. Sun Tzu was here right now, he would say, Eric, you've got to vote for this swan idea. Because your Sun idea, Tzu wrote the book, Art of War. Yeah, and he doesn't want you giving it away for free to he, all of his enemies. He gave it away to all his enemies. No, he didn't. What are you talking about? People, other people, that's how Sun Tzu died. His enemies read that book and was like, oh, this guy's actually pretty smart. I'm fairly certain that Sun Tzu actually died of old age or just disease. He was doing pretty well as a government, as a government employed general in classic China. Yeah, well, I'm still voting for mine. Okay, well, that's real goddamn stupid of you. And let me tell you something. I... I don't know why you're reading that Trump book. I'm not going to make any more room in my saddlebag for a third book. (laughs) Two books is fine for any cow person. I'm voting for mine. 
Okay. I'm, and let me tell you, whether you vote for it or not, and you still have time to change your mind. No, I don't actually. You, I'm going to give you a little bit more time. I'm going to leave here today. I'm going to go find myself one. I'm going to decorate it. I'm going to take a selfie with it. I'm going to send it to you, and you're going to be so filled with regrets. I just don't like swans. I just don't like them. Well, cowboy culture isn't for everyone. I will yeah. give you that. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, it's been a real hoot and a holler hanging out with you. If yeah. you want to find us online, we're at Podcast VS on, uh, well, social media, all them places and such. Yeah. <laughs> and you find us in the iTunes store and give us a review. And if you're an old lady just looking in our booth, Point menacingly annoyed. Like, walking back and forth as if we're not supposed to be in here. That's the old side eye. Then I guess just find us after the recording. Hey, thanks for listening to us. Bye. Yeah.